Today is August 11th. The Bucks split a series with the Braves. As much as that sounds good, I can't help but think we should have done better. Let's let's break it down. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh and I am joined as always by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? Hey man, what's going on? You split a series with the Braves. Yeah, yeah. Surprisingly. But, and like you alluded to, we could have done better. Yeah, but yeah. Was surprisingly that we didn't win the series? I mean, after the games were played, yeah, surprisingly we didn't win the series. Going into the series, we were expecting to possibly get swept, maybe take one game. So much you're, for that. You're just going up there against the, the best team in baseball. I don't care who it is. I'm not, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And we had all four games won. Yeah. We are who we thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, I really did. I mean, I felt like we had them all. Yeah. Especially and with Bednar coming in there. And yeah. Yeah, obviously man. the game Tuesday night with Bednar. I mean, whew, that's got to be the one that stings the most. Mm-hmm. But I felt like uh, didn't did we, we tied the game. Wednesday, and then I guess we never really had the lead in that one. But I felt like we could have. Felt like we had the opportunity. Yeah. And we could have. Can, can I just throw it out there that we need to stop using Palacios as a defensive replacement? <laughs> Fair enough. You, you you care to elaborate on that? He, like, defensive <laughs> replacement, like... I feel like late in the game is when you want your outfield assists, and dude has no arm, none. Like it is a noodle. Is that was that today? He came in. No, he started in in left field today. Reynolds was the DH, but I was gonna say. I mean, he's come in for Henry Davis a couple of times as a defensive replacement, and I just I just need yeah, I just need did. Henry Davis to just say, just own right field at least for the rest of this year. Just go out there and just like call the second baseman off. When he's yeah. running back. Yeah, I mean that was a big play. Yeah, and, it's a big one. And if he just comes in and catches that ball, and, and I believe Shelton even said in the post game, we just we need Henry Davis to call him off and catch the ball. Yeah, that's a big one. And and it's not only that, but they, it was said from from Ron uh, Ron Washington that, um that the the play for Harris there was to take a few steps and make him throw the ball. And Harris got a good read when he saw Triolo make the catch. He thought, I I can get there. Yeah. Now, kudos to Triolo. He put a lot on that throw, and it was a very Mm -hmm. good throw. Yeah. It's just going to take him longer to make that throw than it's going to an outfielder who's coming in. And I think, like you said, if Davis catches that ball, he doesn't even run home. No. Uh, and that's uh, at and least that was the and that took the lead. 
Yeah. So that, I guess that's what I'm talking about when I said we could have had them all. We would have had to have scored <laughs> in that scenario, but it, you know, it was the idea that we kind of gave them that mm-hmm. on that play, and and it's got to be. That's got to be something that Henry Davis is going to have to learn. He's going to have to pick up on that, and I'm sure he will. I mean, the thing is, is this is why they're there. They've got to have these experiences. They've got to have that happen in order for them to to remember that. But Palacios today, or Sunday, I'm I'm all over the place right now. Yeah, no, you're right. Thursday. Yes. Thursday. It's the recording day, right? So that's either right. Sunday or Thursday. Right. You're good. Right. So Thursday, he caught a fly ball in like shallow left field, went to throw it home. And I'm like, like, what, that, did you even try? <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, I get that. Uh, obviously, there are some Henry Davis things that if Palacios is in right field and he calls Triolo off, Harris doesn't go home. Right. It's not just the fact that it's that it's Henry Davis's arm. It's the fact that if an out an outfielder plays that, they're just gonna draw the throw. Yeah. So but yeah, I get that. I mean, that's fair to say. I don't I'm not down on Palacios. I just I mean that's just yeah. the one tool. I, I mean, think it's yeah, I think it's more of just, you know, getting the outfielder with the experience out there. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm with you. I could see that. Um, we've got some transactions. I like how we jumped right in, man. I like that. We've got some transactions. We've got to talk about the Brave series. Uh, we we'll cover some new faces here and, and and talk about some guys that are maybe picking it up that we like to see. Um, but let's go ahead and continue talking about this series because I feel like we we went right into it, man. We dove straight in, and I'm I'm here for it right now. So. Um, you go up against a team like the Braves, and we got Spencer Strider in the very first game, and you said over under fifteen strikeouts, at which got me to say eleven. I was originally going to go with three, and then we were going to shell him. And you, the way you talked, I was like, well, maybe I'm way off. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Obviously, we didn't expect to do that, <laughs> but I don't know why we didn't expect to do this. We shelled Gallon. We beat up George Kirby. Like this is what we do against the top pitchers in the league. Somehow, yeah, I, I'm right, <laughs> and that's what I was talking to the to the wife, and I'm telling her, I was like, "Hey, we're actually." I, I think <laughs> we watched the first play when Acuna grounded out. Now, oh, we just won the series. We got the first out. We got Acuna out. We just won, and I was just joking around. Then the series got so tight, and it was funny. She's like, "It doesn't matter how good we are and how bad you are." It's always good games. I was like, yeah, we don't like you guys. If you're new to listening, Jake's wife is a Braves fan. Yeah, yeah, she is. We're actually going to uh, Truist Park for her birthday, and we're going to watch the Pirates Braves game. It's only gross because of sports. <laughs> you know, the, remember the commercial with the Ohio State, Michigan, yeah. and they're snuggling or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> So us uh, Pirates fans without a significant other who's a Braves fan are all cringing at the moment. Yeah. How could you? But trust me, guys, you know, you find the girl. Sometimes you just let it, you know, you let it ride out and you figure out how to make it work. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not her fault she was brainwashed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. But anyway, yeah, no, there's a lot of good signs, obviously. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of runs scored. Scored the same amount of runs as the Braves in this series. Yeah. Um, and all of them were high scoring, which doesn't really say much for our pitching staff. <laughs> because, I mean, it doesn't, doesn't for theirs either. And they had Max Freed going and, and, and um, uh, what's his name, Elder? What's his name, Bryce? I think so. Yeah. And those are the games that you were kind of like, yeah, th- I mean, it was the, it was the middle game. Or this, uh, the middle game. The second game with Yanni Chirinos going that you were like, this is our chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, of course, we tagged him for six runs as well. But getting four off of Freed and, and Elder, a five off of Elder, because technically he came out with only three, but both of his runs ended up scoring today. Yeah. And you really beat up the starting pitching of a team who's had great starting pitching. Mm-hmm. We would dream for a starter in the threes. And all three of those guys are sitting in the three. Well, actually, no. Max Freed is sitting under three, even after this game of 250. But, I mean, what is there to be said? So, I guess you can talk transactions. We talk about Monday. Uh, Beto gets the start. He goes four innings, gives up three earned, four runs total uh, because of a fielding error by Davis. Mm-hmm. And then De Los Santos cleans up an inning but still gives up a run. I'm sorry. No, he doesn't clean up an inning. Baraki cleaned up Davis's or uh, De Los Santos's inning is what I meant to say. And he still gives up a run. But both of those guys sent down to Indy after this game. Highly doubt it was just because they gave up the five runs in this game. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we should have beat yeah. Strider. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> but, well, we did. But they were both sent down in favor of Colin Selby and Thomas Hatch, which we'll get into those guys later, but just to say that because I was bringing them up, there's your there's your transactions. That's really all I had, so, as far yeah. as transactions go. But in this game, I mean, there was a lot of good bullpen uh, work here from Baraki to get out of that, and then Jose Hernandez had the walk and the hit, but... Majinski gets him out. Majinski throws another inning. Looked very good in this game. And then Perdomo and Bednar comes out and still gives up one run in the ninth. And you're like, made it interesting again. Could have been a two-run lead or win. And instead, it's only one run. And then he tops it off with the very next game. Mitch Keller. Break this down if you want. Mitch Keller, five innings, nine hits. Four strikeouts, but he does just give up three runs, which is his best start in a minute. Right. But he only goes five and gives up nine hits. Still waiting a little bit there. Still got to get better. Mm-hmm. But you could say maybe, possibly step in the right direction. I don't really know. <laughs> he didn't walk anybody. Well, I mean, throw it over to the plate. They're going to hit it. (laughs) Absolutely. Colin Holderman. And then two innings from Andre Jackson. Another new face that that we'll we'll bring up. 
A lot of new hair. A lot of hair. Um, <laughs> and then Bednar comes out and gives up three runs, walking two guys, giving up three hits. Third blown save, second loss, as Iglesias second, picks up the save for him. Second blown save in a week, right? Yeah. But you get Chirinos, you get six runs off Chirinos off the starter in his uh, in his five innings, three of them in the first, and then you just let him come on back. Well, they tied at first, right? Then we get the three more. We get one in the fourth, two in the fifth, and it looks like okay. I know you tied it, but we're you know we're back here, mm-hmm. and then two in the sixth. And you're just waiting, like, come on. Baraki gave up the two in the sixth. You had it. Yeah. You had it in the bag. Three runs. Then you're down two. You lose by two. Bednar's ERA up over a two now. We did have runners at first and third. We had two guys. And then, so I think we had guys on second and third at one point in the ninth inning. We had a hit and a walk in the ninth. I don't, yeah, I don't remember where they were. So I think, the, I think it was the walk, and then Reynolds had a single, and then a defensive indifference. He moved up to second. Yeah, and that was like all that. with two outs. Yeah. Reynolds singles, advances second on defensive indifference, and then Kutch walked, and then Sawinski grounded out. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, first and third. Well, no, it would have been first, no, and, first second. and second. Mm hmm. Yeah, four home runs. Four home runs and you end up losing. I don't really care about that. You're going to score runs one way or another way. It doesn't really matter if you hit seven home runs. If you lose eight to seven and they were all solo shots, like that's it is what it is. I don't, yeah. I don't care how you score your runs. You have to score runs. The thing is, for me, is you scored six runs and you lost. I don't care how those runs were scored. You could have hit eight doubles to score those six runs, and I would have felt the same as I did if you hit six solo home runs. It doesn't right. matter to me, and it shouldn't matter to anyone how you scored your home. How you, yeah, how you scored your runs. You know what I'm saying? Like you had two, yeah. so you had you had three solo shots and a three run homer. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Like I'm, it's not a thing for me. You're gonna no, score I'm, your runs however you score them. Right. Yeah, I get that. I'm with you. So then, fast forward to, so you let this one get away, right? You fast forward to the next day. You start off down by four mm-hmm. in the fourth inning, and you come back to tie the game in the fourth inning. And then they take the lead, and then you get the tie, and then they take the. You could never get ahead, and that was the one. That was the one where we talked about the play in right field, mm-hmm. where Harris ends up scoring on the play. But you get four runs. I mean, you're chasing Max Freed out after four innings of work. Did he go out there for the fifth? I'm not sure. I'm not either. But in this game, you had Quinn Priester on the mound. And we're still waiting for a, a good start from Quinn Priester, am I right? <laughs> yeah. We're just not seeing it. 
He's given up at least three runs in every outing so far, and he hasn't made it any further than five and a third. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just the talk is it's there. I, I don't know when he's gonna show up. Is this what we got? I, I hope not. I doubt it. He, it was his first game with only one walk, but he also gave up nine hits. Right. So you try to get ahead and they're attacking. I, (laughs) I, I don't know, but it, it, really makes you think about whether or not these guys are ready whenever they're called up. Yeah. We saw this from him in AAA where it was kind of like, oh, two good starts and then a bad one. These have just all been bad. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, they've just not been good. Now, some of that is depth, and some of it you're saying, like, let's put you up there for a while. I mean, let's see what you got. Two wild pitches in this game. Mm-hmm. How many pitches did he throw? 86 pitches. Colin Selby makes his debut. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Selby with his major league debut. Uh, uh, one and two thirds. Two hits and a walk, but he struck out three. Yeah. Kudos to him. Majinski, as much as I could say he was great in the other game, gives up the one run here. I mean, you know. Yeah. And then you go into the afternoon Thursday game, which I will say I was driving home from the vacation spot, seven-plus-hour drive, and I was so excited to just be able to, like, I'm in this long stretch in a car of seven hours, and during that stretch, I could just put on the game. You talk about passing time when you're on a long drive. Like, it just didn't feel like it was that long of a drive. Yeah. Once I turned that game on, it was smooth sailing. I literally, like, I left at 9 a.m. I drove for two hours. I stopped, got rid of the monster, if you know what I mean. And then got back in the car and drove. I talked to you for a few minutes, and then it was it was the game time, right? Can you hear me? A few, a few 45 minutes. Was it 45 minutes? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I was driving. You, were, you knew what you signed up for. No, 100%. But anyway, we hung up to listen to the game, and I put the game on, and I stopped. Like, when I stopped to get gas... I was like 40 minutes from home and I listened to the last, well, cause Matt Olson would not just strike out like quit fouling the ball off. I just stopped to get gas. <laughs> so I literally had to go out and was listening to it while I was pumping gas. Cause I wasn't going to, you know, wasn't just going to sit there at the pump when there's no open pumps and just listen yeah. to the rest of the game before I pumped the gas. So I right. got out and pumped the gas and listened to the last out. But Sometimes Matt Olson just needs to understand that people got to get gas. Right. He got to quit fouling the ball off. 
Yeah, I mean, you're just delaying the inevitable. No, and they screwing around and almost was going to get walked at some point. It was mm. like, what are you doing? <laughs> the game's supposed to end here. <laughs> he hit his 40th bomb against us, by the way. He did hit his 40th bomb. And then the Braves lose 7-5. to That wasn't in that game. Yeah, it was in that game. That's a very Otani-ish thing, right? That's what I was doing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Otani hits number 40, youngest player ever in plate appearances or something, whatever, as the Angels lose their fifth straight. <laughs> uh, Matt Olson's a beast, though. Yeah. I like watching him hit. This, and this is going to date. This is going to date us. Okay. But I like watching him hit because he stands in the box with his hands straight out like that. And it reminds me of Webb from Bases Loaded 2. <laughs> Bases Loaded 2. Is that Phil? I think it was Philly. I always used to use Philly and Webb. Where's our uh, Where's our NES fans out there? Right. Regular Nintendo, not the Super Nintendo. Right. Bases Loaded 2 on regular Nintendo. We used to love that game. Yeah. Probably a little too much. Yeah, well... Not really. I mean... We didn't play that as much as people play video games now. I mean, think about think about the show. Right. All right. So either way, we end up with a with a series split, scoring the same amount of runs as the as as the Braves. This is the best team in baseball, record wise. Yeah. Right. And really, they're the best team in baseball. I find it amazing when he's when they're reading through the lineup and they're saying. Ozzy Albies has played every inning at second base for the Braves. And then at first base, Matt Olson, who's played every inning at first base for the Braves. Flip over to third base, you got Austin Riley, who's played every inning for the Braves this season. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And Acuna's almost there. He's played every game, but I think he's had some DH spots or something. Well, Acuna got hit in the elbow pad, and he had to come out of the game and get an x-ray. And then what? Us. Oh, well, yeah, but they were talking about that today, though. When I when I saw that he left the game, I thought, like, he got hit, like, where the elbow pad wasn't. No, it hit him in the elbow pad. He left the game and got an x-ray. It was like, x-ray is negative. I'm like, well, no kidding. It hit a plate. But he still started all 113 games. No, I get it. Okay. I, I get that. I just thought it was hilarious that he got hit in the elbow pad and, and needed an x-ray. Did he DH? Oh, no, he hasn't DH'd. 112 starts in right field. 112 games in right field. Where's the 113th? Did I miss something? 113 games, but he's only started 112 of them in right field. I don't know where the other one is. Or maybe he pinch hit in a game. Yeah. That could be. But Ozzy Albies has played all 113 games at second base for this team this year. Every inning. And the same with Austin Riley at, first, at third and, and Olsen at first. Could you imagine having that type of lineup? Right. Could you imagine not 
like three of your main guys not getting hurt. <laughs> Must be nice. Well, that's why they're 72 and whatever they are. And, right. And that's, right. you know what I mean? That's why they're the best team. I mean, not just because they play a lot of games, but you got to have a little bit of luck. And sometimes that means that guys don't get hurt. Right. I mean, that's your two, three, and four hitters. Yeah. And, you know, if you can have your two, three, and four hitters, actually your one, two, three, and four hitters for whatever Acuna, whatever day he missed or or, yeah. or whatever, but... It wasn't one of these games. He still started all these games, right? Mm-hmm. He just came out of the game Tuesday. Yeah. And then went right back in it because he realized it hit him in the elbow pad. <laughs> so I was without service for some of these games. Um, so there were bits and pieces that I saw of of the first three. Um, and then, of course, the, the game today is fine for me. I mean, I listened to the whole thing on the radio, which is just as good if, you know, if you know what I mean. You mm-hmm. actually were, you know, got to experience it. But uh, Key Brian Hayes, it's we're now 27 minutes in. This is what everybody's waiting for. Key Brian Hayes, nine RBIs in the series. He did not play Monday. And the three that he did play in, he had three RBIs in each game. Yeah. He had a triple on Thursday, and he had home runs on uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday. And a double on Tuesday. Yeah. I mean, this I is... I mean, he's, he's coming back off the deal. He's hot. My favorite thing of the uh, of this series was Rob Inkamikowski, or however you say Oh, his my name, goodness. Says to Shelton... Why, why do you think Key Brian Hayes come out back off the L and is hot? I.L. And <laughs> Shelton just says he's finding the barrel. <laughs> Yay. Oh, Great breakdown. Jeez. <laughs> Hilarious. Sometimes he can be like that, and it's so annoying. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm somewhere in between. Because Katie always criticizes and says, that, why do they ask these dumb questions? You know how they're going to answer them. Mm-hmm. They answer them the same every time. And it is kind of point blank. Like, it is it is that simple. Right. No, and I, I think I think I'm more, more or less saying, what a terrible question. Yeah. Which he is notorious for. Oh, yeah. But still, there could have been more to it than that. There he could have a been a different other, He way. said a couple other things, too, but... His main point was he's fine in barrels. Okay. He is fine in barrels right now. I mean, he's got a ways to go for me. He's got to prove this. For sure, he's o- just got to keep doing it. Yeah, he's got to prove this over a, over a span of some time. My biggest gripe on, on Key right now is just the fact that he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I think his swing is fine. I think he's, if he's healthy, I think he'll be a fine player offensively. Well, I think he is good enough to play corner and hit you if he's healthy and playing a full season, 12 to 15 homers. I think that's enough given his defense. And I'm not, I'm not. I really do believe that his offensive troubles have come from injuries, and that to me is the biggest thing. He's got to be healthy. Yeah. Apparently he's healthy right now. 
And I, I got to say, like, Triolo being on this roster is going to be important. And, yeah, he's going to have to have starts at different places. But I think I think you've got to take it easy on Key at this point. You've invested yeah. in him. You need him to be good. You need him to be on the field. Some guys just need more breaks than others. Yeah. I I don't I don't know if that's something that you can change. I don't know. <laughs> it's a tough thing to change. I mean, what is injury prone? I have no idea. Is it something that you can avoid in the gym? Can you do something to try to avoid injuries in the gym? In the weight room? Doing yoga? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. How do you do that? The biggest ones are the ones that are just like random injuries. Like, how do you how do you prevent taking a fastball to the hand? Right. Yeah, you that's can't. all. Yeah, you can't. Not without going up there dressed up like a gladiator. Right. I I couldn't think of anything that other than gladiator that works. It was solid. Okay, it was solid. Yeah. Good, thanks. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm excited to see these things from Key. I think it's fine to be excited about them. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a very good player. And I don't think that we need to get bent out of shape if we get excited about it. Right. And I'm skeptical, as you are, but I don't think going out there and saying, oh, here he goes again, plays good for a week, and then he gets hurt. And he's bad for three weeks. And it's like, okay, but let's just let that happen and then say, saw that coming or something. But it's still okay to be excited about the way that, I mean, three RBIs in three straight games is, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's not like a, well, yeah, he's had a nice series. (laughs) That's that's better than that. Right. It's not like he went out there and had like a seven RBI game. And then picked up an RBI or two the rest of the series. And then said, yeah, they, you got nine RBIs in the series. Yeah, which would have been right. fine. But, I mean, this is consistent. Three straight days, a homer in two of the games. And really, I mean, yeah, I guess he probably still would have had three RBIs. Even if it wasn't misplayed. And I mean, it, you could say misplayed in center field. I mean, he, he dove and missed the ball, right? Yeah. He could have also just gone and picked it off the wall and probably kept key to a single or to a double, I mean. But I think both those runs are going to score either way. Yeah. I could be wrong there, but I think generally he goes back and takes that off the wall. Both those Mm -hmm. runs are scoring. I would say so. All right, let's talk about some new faces. And the guy who pitched in the last game here, Bailey Bailey Falter. If it makes you feel any better, Rodolfo Castro's 0 for 11 with the Phillies. <laughs> That's about the good. best thing I can say about Bailey Falter. Yeah. Also, he's he's doing about what I expected him to do. So if you're talking about meets expectations, I guess you can get another start. <laughs> <laughs> you can get your 2% raise. <laughs> yeah. I'm not impressed. Yeah. No, I'm not either. That he's, it? Uh, he's just just a soft throwing lefty that's there's nothing special to his pitches, so he lays it in there and it's getting crushed. <laughs> I 
I haven't seen a plus pitch from him yet. Yeah, and how interesting is it that when you listen to when I listened to the radio broadcast today, it he said oh, Falter's still looking for that. He told us he's still looking for that out pitch. What? <laughs> you're 26 years old. You're pitching in the major leagues, and you don't know what your out pitch is. Right. I've. Well, so far in his Pirates career, he's started two games, he's gone eight innings, and he's given up, I guess it's he's given up five runs, I guess, no, all five are earned, never mind, but he's given up 14 hits. Did he only give up one run in his, in his first outing? I guess I thought it was four. No, he did, he went four innings, gave up one run. Against Milwaukee. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Maybe I should back off a little bit. Maybe I should back off a little bit. I, don't, I, I thought after the Brewers outing, I, I got to watch some of that game. He had that shaky first inning, and then he kind of settled in. He was hitting his spots. He was. I was like, okay, he might be, he might be crafty. You know, he might be able to do something here. Then... You go up against a better offense than Milwaukee. It's true. He's got lit. Yeah. Like those pitches that Milwaukee was just missing or whatever. Atlanta wasn't missing them. Yeah. And then then that's he still gave up six hits in that game, though. Against yeah. Milwaukee. Like he still gave up six hits. Right. All right. So let's move on to the guy who came in. And threw four innings after Falter threw four and doesn't give up any runs. Yeah. Thomas Hatch comes into this game. This is a guy um, that we claimed off of off of Toronto. He had pitched to a 426 in Toronto this season. And well, he's now a 261. What what is there's a bunch of numbers on this page that don't make any sense. But either way, uh, he throws four innings, just gives up two hits, two strikeouts. Just smooth sailing through yeah. the through the Atlanta Braves lineup. I mean, he yeah, went I'd... his first 3 innings, he had what? 31 pitches. What did he finish with? He threw four innings, 42 pitches. <laughs> he just went right through them. Yeah, that's great. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Colin Holderman gets his first save, though. That was pretty cool. But it was his second. Yep. That was his second save. Thanks. You're welcome. Got to correct me there. Andre Jackson is another new one. We talked about uh, a lot of hair. This is a guy that we claimed and traded cash for with the Dodgers. Um, And he had... Outings against the same teams, Milwaukee and Atlanta. Three scoreless innings with three strikeouts against Milwaukee. Two scoreless innings with four strikeouts against Atlanta. That's, what are we doing here? I mean, that's electric. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's a nice, nice claim. I don't, I don't just know why cash. the Dodgers just let him go. Well, the Dodgers are loaded. They, they're just right. like, we got lots of good players. All Yins can have them. We don't care. We got better ones. 
And we don't know what this is going to be. Right. But it's right. a nice nice little look. And Colin mm-hmm. Selby comes up. We, we talked about his outing, one and two-thirds. Couple hits, a walk, um, but strikes out three. MLB debut. I mean, you get f- five outs against the Braves and you struck out three of them. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. And this is a guy that a lot of people wanted there right out of the gate. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good to see good things from the from the new guys. Yeah. That's nice it. That's, that's yeah, he does. I mean, it's there. It's on mm-hmm. his it's on his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So Brian Reynolds also, just to make a note on Brian Reynolds, he's also looking a little bit better. Kind of mixed results in this series, but definitely the at bats are looking better. He's hitting the ball better. Um he's using the whole field now. Using the whole field. And, and that's 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 how you know he's right. Yeah. It's the same thing when back when McCutcheon was in his prime too. And he was going to right center. You knew he was at his best. Yeah. Reynolds is he's getting the head of the bat to the ball. He's driving the ball out of the ballpark. He's going the other way for singles. Just looks good right now. And McCutcheon, uh, who did not play on the last day, he also had three hits in this series, too. You're going to see that sprinkled all the way throughout. I mean, the Pirates scored a lot of runs Mm -hmm. in a four-game set. If that continues, well, we've got a weekend series against the Cincinnati Reds. Mm -hmm. Their best pitcher probably right now, I would say. Um, Andrew Andrew Abbott, he goes Friday night against Oviedo. So tonight, if you're listening to this on Friday... Oviedo's been on a hot streak. Yeah. Abbott's a lefty. I've said it a lot. I like our lefty lineup. <laughs> um, if they can continue this, um, both the Pirates offense and the Reds skid that they're on uh, yeah. could be a pretty fun weekend at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. I, for one, am excited about the Friday night concert. Shoot. Forget her name. Gilbert? Gilbert? Gabby? Gab- I have no idea. Anyway, I'm so tired of seeing the commercials for this thing. I can't wait till it's over. Right. I I can't watch. And, and you guys are going to hate me for this if you like Gabriel? Gabriel? Whatever her name is. Yeah. I think it's Gabby. I feel like Gabby's right. Anyway. If you like her or you like country music, then you can just laugh at what I have to say. But I just can't watch baseball highlights with country music playing and get excited (laughs) about anything. It's like, I just can't do it. It's just not exciting for me. (laughs) So (laughs) let's move on to the next one. I don't care who it is. Yeah. But the marketing marketing people are, are hitting this one pretty hard and... I'm just excited for it to be over. Just see like regular Same. music. You know what I mean? Just whatever, you know, regular sports music for yeah. your highlights. That'll be great. I guess she's from the area, I guess. She is. No, it's great. It's great. I just could yeah. do without the highlights. Right. But you have to do it. I'm not even, you know, sure. I, I don't want this to sound like a complaint. It's right. not a, I'm not complaining about anything that they've done. There are people who like her that probably like those 
I doubt it, but <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't fit the highlights. You're you right. know what I mean? That's all yeah. I'm saying. I'm just excited for regular music for highlights. Uh, Brandon Williamson goes, we don't know who's going for the Pirates right now. And then Keller and Luke Weaver on Sunday. Send your good mojo Keller's way. Yeah. See if he can get a series win on Sunday against the Reds. The Reds are crashing right now. They're 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They've lost their last two. I think what they had six or seven losses in a row at one point coming out of the All-Star break. They're now... When the standings are written... Uh, the Cubs are ahead of Cincinnati, but I think it might come back to one of those um, like alphabetical order things. Yeah. Because they're both two and a half out. And I don't know what their, I'm not, I'm not, I don't care to pull it up, what their record is against each other or anything like that. But they're both, I mean, the, the, the Reds have one more loss than the Cubs. They also have one more win, but I kind of look at that loss column. Yeah. But they're both two and a half back from Milwaukee. Like if if you were if you were someone thinking that the Cubs were gonna sell at the deadline and stink <laughs> and your name is Jake, oh. I hate to tell you, but they didn't do that. And here they, they are not. in the mix. There is a scenario. They are the by far the best run differential in the division. Yeah. Uh, there's a chance they make a run at this thing and actually get back. Yeah. If we don't, if we don't take this series from the Reds, there's a chance we we might not be in fourth place anymore because St. Louis gets Kansas City and Kansas City couldn't beat me right now. <laughs> That's not fair. They could beat me. <laughs> but they've got 37 and they're 37 and 80 right now. Yeah. You think Second you think the NL Yeah, you think the NL Central well, Oakland, come on. You think the NL Central's bad. If you want to feel a little bit better about yourself, just go look at the AL Central. (laughs) 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 But anyway. Um yeah, yeah, I mean, you gotta kick the Reds while they're down, I guess, if you're you know what I mean, if you're in this position. Uh they're not playing good right now. Right. Well, right now. Um, so you can go out and take a series. You've got Key Brian going well. Hopefully Oviedo can keep going with his, and this offense can keep tearing through pitching. Um, I don't know. I don't have I don't have much else there. Well, I mean, you've said it all. I've said there's it all. A lot. Yeah, there's not a lot to let's go take a series. Let's go take a sweep. It's August 11th. See if we can get TBD a win. Yeah, TBD is overdue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was I going to add to that? I don't remember now, which is perfect. It's perfect (laughs) for for this episode. I feel like this this was a great Friday episode where we basically didn't get to watch the games this week. <laughs> yeah, I was I was on the road a lot this week too. But here's the deal. I had a couple more cheeseburgers. Nice. But only Burger King. 
Okay. Wendy's was like, be. meh. And then I couldn't even, there was another place that we went. And I was like, meh. And then Katie ate her burger and she was like, that's okay. You're not missing out. It sucks. <laughs> this is why I'm not going to name it. <laughs> but it was a pretty crappy burger. <laughs> that's funny. So anyway, um, yeah, I, I can eat a lot of grilled cheese and BK double cheeseburgers. Hey, progress, man. Progress. Have it your way. I rule, guys. I do. <laughs> you got any closing things here? Let's get yeah, out of about, here. How about let's give it up for Paul Skeen's got his first uh, pro outing. Why One, not? two, three. One, two, some three. claps, you get him. Fly ball, ground ball, and a strikeout. What's what's Bob Block say? Why do he let so many guys hit the ball? Yeah, I saw um, I saw <laughs> clips of it and everything with the. I mean, he's hitting a hundred a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned before we hit record, Dylan Cruz is already in low A, so we're behind the eight ball. Um, I'm just kidding. Already got two bombs. Yeah. Uh, obviously, pitching's different. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a lot different. Mm-hmm. But. All right, man. Uh, that's all. I don't have any. I don't have any closing remarks. Um, vacation's nice. Um, I I would have to say family is better than vacation, for me. I like seeing everyone. I just not much of a of a vacationer, and it's it's all on me. I get that, but it's fine. Stresses me out. So, whatever. But I had a lot of fun watching the kids. There you go. You know what I mean? They did a lot of things. I also had to, uh, I went, we went on a mile hike, just, you know, one thing. We went on a mile hike and I was like, oh, that's not bad. Let's go. It's no big deal. Oh, up a mountain, like uphill (laughs) the entire mile. And guess what? My three-year-old was like, I don't want to (laughs) walk. Literally carried him for a mile. I don't know. He's like 30 pounds. It's not a big deal, but I was like, I got to work out in today. Yeah, for sure. So that was fun. It was a good time. They're still there. They're still there having a great time. They went to a great yeah. place today. I had a lot of fun. But you got to hit softballs today. I did. That was fun too with some mm-hmm. good people. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Um, go back and listen to Monday's episode. It was a really good one, if I might say so myself. Yeah. I got to because if I don't, right. nobody else will. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go, Bucks. Yeah, let's go, Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks.